Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, September 3rd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. August was the third deadliest month of the pandemic in Oregon, according to preliminary figures from health officials. At least 367 Oregonians died with COVID last month. Only December 2020 and January had higher death tolls. 603 people died in December and 476 died in January. Oregon has not yet hit what experts have said may be the peak in terms of cases during this latest surge. The Delta variant continues to rage across the state and as hospitals in several areas of the state strained by the crush of patients in ICUs and other hospital beds. So-called long COVID, those symptoms that persist for weeks or months post-infection, may be permanent in some cases. That's according to a study released this week in the medical journal Lancet Infectious Diseases. The researchers said full vaccination cuts in half the risk of an infected person developing long-haul COVID. The study shows the odds of having symptoms for 28 days after infection were reduced by half if the person had two vaccine doses against the virus. The study showed the increasing importance of vaccinations as Delta continues to spread now. The highly contagious form of the coronavirus is the predominant strain in the country right now. Researchers found that brain fog, fatigue, muscle weakness, shortness of breath, anxiety, and other symptoms can last for months in some cases, and they worry that some symptoms may be permanent. Almost half of people hospitalized with COVID suffer from some form of long COVID. Medical experts are also worried about the long-term effects of COVID on the lungs, heart, kidneys, and other organs. A West Lynn man pleaded guilty to federal charges of wire fraud and money laundering last week after prosecutors said he admitted to stealing, quote, millions from investors while he posed as a successful businessman. David Shalovsky, a 53-year-old Westland man, will likely face more than five years in prison and will pay a minimum of $3.3 million in restitution for the scheme, which began in 2013. About that time, prosecutors said Shalovsky lied to lenders and investors about real estate ventures in Bend and a hemp seed distribution business in Westland. He and two other unnamed individuals also formed a company that purported to mine precious metals from the waste of other mining operations. Prosecutors said he used these schemes for personal expenses and to maintain a high-rolling lifestyle. Shalovsky was a former police officer in California and real estate developer in Central Oregon. He was previously caught and sentenced for embezzling millions. He spent three years in prison for that caper back in 2008 and was released in 2010. Jessica Vega-Peterson, a second-term Multnomah County commissioner and former state lawmaker, announced Thursday she will seek the county's top elected office. Vega-Peterson is running for county chair. Deborah Kafori, the current chair of the county board, is term-limited out of office. Vega-Peterson served two terms in Salem and was recently elected to a second term on the county board. She's long been rumored to seek higher office, including rumored run for Portland mayor. Vega-Peterson was raised in Chicago and worked for Microsoft and other tech companies before transitioning to politics. She's the first candidate to announce plans to run for county chair. Vega-Peterson said she'd focus on tackling the growing homelessness issue in Portland and housing problems and also addressing climate change and 
around racial injustice. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.